0: Hi, I'm Catherine McQuaid. Thanks for joining us on And This One's Introduced By. I'm with Dr Gonzo on Wednesday night at 11 on Community Radio 3CR.
1: to Gonzo and this one's introduced by is a 60 minute program where we listen to tracks from an album introduced by the artist who made the album thanks for listening and this one's introduced by Catherine McQuaid is a smart and articulate musician and composer who's just released kiss him goodbye a beautifully lush and intricate album the creative and hard-working artist, Catherine McQuaid, has approached the recording of her introductions for the show in a similar fashion to her enthusiasm and drive for recording her music. The Kiss Him Goodbye album release party hits St Kilda's Memo Music Hall on November the 19th with the legendary Jack Howard from Hunters and Collectors launching his new album, Light Heavyweight 2, if that's not enough, Rosie Westbrook is also launching her third album, Always the Sea, and joined by renowned guitarist John Phillips of Not Drowning Waving fame. Dave Graney and Claire Moore will also be making a guest appearance during proceedings, which is sure to be a brilliant night of music. I could wax lyrical about Catherine McQuaid's long career as bass player with iconic post-punk group The Ears and Deck Chairs Overboard, but I'll leave you in the capable hands of Catherine McQuaid to tell you about her story. Catherine McQuaid is here with Dr Gonzo to introduce her album Kiss Him Goodbye on, and this one's introduced by, on Community Radio 3CR.
0: Hi, I'm Catherine McQuaid. I'm going to share my new album, Kiss Him Goodbye, with you and tell you a little bit about each of the songs. I started my musical career way back in the Melbourne post-punk scene with a band called The Ears. This band was featured in the movie Dogs in Space by Richard Lowenstein and I think it's a bit of a cult classic. After that, I made my way to Sydney with another band, Deck Chairs Overboard, and we did the whole touring ad infinitum around Australia and eventually did an album in New York. After I left Deck Chairs, I took a 20-year break from music, focusing on dance and fashion design, but eventually found my way back, learning jazz harmony and playing bass with a couple of Cuban salsa groups. I moved back to Melbourne in 2015 and joined Sally Ford and Patrick Cronin's group, Dr. Hernandez, just after releasing my first solo album, Perfect Storm. Recently, I've been dabbling with film composing and have been developing some film projects with my partner, Brendan Young. My new album Kiss Him Goodbye is a continuation of my love affair with 60s soundtrack music. Composers like Morricone, John Barry and Johnny Dankworth have been a huge inspiration for me as I develop my own sound. The option to choose any instrument for a track, be it classical like an oboe, or folkloric like a dulcimer or completely synthetic, is the kind of freedom I've always craved. I think my 20-year hiatus from music was due to feeling hemmed in by the pop world and not seeing a way through. Having spent time playing jazz and Latin music, these elements are infused in this album, but they're not the dominant feature. My focus for this album was on sound and mood. I hope you enjoy it. The first track on the album is called Snow, and it was inspired by a trip I took to the ski fields of Queenstown on the South Island of New Zealand. The scenery there is incredible, with these huge mountains shooting out of the Lake Wakatipu. I'd never skied before and I fell in love with it immediately. There's something absolutely singular about skiing. You can be gliding across the slopes in almost total silence. It's like you're in motion, but you are still at the same time. However, this trip was clouded by my situation. I was in a very dark and controlling relationship, which I was really struggling to survive. My partner and I had a disagreement on our arrival, and he totally froze me out, refused to talk to me or even look at me for the whole trip. So the beauty of the ice and the snow around me was set against the frozen tundra of my relationship. And somehow the two notions of the cold came together in my mind to form this song. It's in 3-4 time, with a kind of snare like Ravel's Bolero pulsing in the background. I wanted to avoid a full drum kit for this track, as the oboe, played so exquisitely by Daniel Waldron, demanded a kind of delicacy. It's also a track where I was beginning to explore doing my own mixing one of the Consequences of the lockdowns was not being able to get into the studio, and so I really had to bite the bullet and learn how to do my own mixes. I'm pretty happy with how this one turned out. It's snow. then second track, Who Were You?, was written in the lead-up to the last US election. I was getting pretty despairing at the cult of personality which was dominating the political landscape, and I wanted this song to be a message of shame to them. Yeah, I know, totally futile. I don't usually channel anger into my music, so this was a new thing for me. As a song, it started fairly small, but just kept growing, and there seemed to be space for lots of instruments. My songwriting process has been to keep reaching out to great players. I think on this show a few months ago, Rob Snarski was talking about how much your music can be elevated by other musicians, and I have to agree. On this track, I have my constant drumming collaborator, Michael Davis, who I used to play with in Deck Chairs Overboard. He's been an amazing support since I moved back from Sydney to Melbourne seven years ago. I also have John Clifford from Deck Chairs 2 playing some guitar and some backing vocals from Terry Serio. My daughter Tallulah is a concert cellist in the UK and she sent the cello parts over for me. On headphones in the Coda, I can hear the sound of a car driving past in the background when she was recording at home, which strangely made it feel more human to me. The track was mixed by Colin Wynn at 30 Mill Studios. Uh, I've worked with Colin a lot and he does all my mastering. So this is who were you? <laughs> The story behind Kiss Him Goodbye is a little oblique, to say the least. In 2018, my partner Brendan Young, who's a filmmaker, wrote and directed a half-hour sexy crime thriller called The Widow, set in Melbourne in the early 60s. It's proof of concept for a six-part series we're developing at the moment. I wrote the score for the film, which was my first film score, and I was pretty chuffed because I picked up 14 international awards. The film itself totaled over 200 awards, so all round a great outcome for us. During the pit of lockdown, Brendan and I had kept ourselves busy creating a video for the UK group Cousteau, in which I acted the part of an ageing star sadly reflecting on her lost past. That also won a number of awards, including hilariously, at my age, one for me as best debut performance. Getting to know the singer Liam, we thought it would be cool to create a song together and I began building out some ideas. He liked them, uh, but he only set over a few sketchy vocals and no matter how I tried, I could not corral him into finishing the job. After months of frustration, nudging and hassling him, I ended up giving up and decided to rewrite the track with new vocal lines and words. And I took for my inspiration the theme of the widow. The story of love, violence, and death was perfectly suited to the song, which is a kind of homage to Morricone. I was lucky enough to have played in Dr. Hernandez with Patrick Cronin, who was a musical director of the Spaghetti Western Orchestra and a champion whistler. And once I headed down that path, I reached out to a mariachi trumpet player. Jose Garcia-Garcia. The legendary Powell lent his voice to the track, and I played in the keys, guitar, bass and percussion. And finally, Brendan added the gunshot and departing horses at the end of the track. This is Kiss Him Goodbye.
2: Kiss Him Goodbye
0: I'm Catherine McQuaid. You're listening to, and this one's introduced by, with Dr. Gonzo every Wednesday night at 11 on Community Radio 3CR. These Other Days is the fourth track on my new album. It's the last track to be written for the album and I wrote it in the UK where I spent a couple of months earlier this year once the borders had opened again. It had been over two years since I'd seen my daughter and the Ukraine war was front and centre on the news. I realised we'd spent so much time forecasting doom and gloom that I needed to remind myself of how wonderful things were for us all right there and then. I wrote this very quickly and I didn't want to overcook it. So the instrumentation is underplayed, obviously it features a cello but I was once again gifted the supreme talents of another musician. Jim McGinney from Midnight Oil played some tasty bossa acoustic, as well as a few choice electric moments. Now, one of my favorite songs is the orchestrated version of Cucuruccio Paloma by Kitano Veloso from Osmotantes, And I think it was this song and its fragile beauty that inspired these other days.
2: the days you can't hold them in your hand They may never be the same Were there world enough a time These are the days Flowing through like river veins Leading on to the sublime, so dance with me there on the other shore, and sing with me songs you've not sung before. The
0: fifth track on my new album is called Control. This track I began writing in Rome in 2017 but I forgot about it for a few years before I finally revisited it when I was in Windsor in the UK earlier this year. I travel a lot and I always take a travel pack of composition and recording gear with me but the digital keyboard I carry only spans two octaves. So if I start writing a new track while I'm overseas, it will often be built from sounds rather than chord movements. I think of composition as being a lot like sculpture. In some cases, the song is already there in the stone or wood and I just have to chip away to reveal it. But in other cases like control, I'm building up the track as if I'm working with clay. When it came to the lyrics, I was thinking of a friend of mine who had been treated pretty shabbily by a guy she was seeing. He was a big-time Sydney DJ, and she ordered a beautifully gift-wrapped parcel of dead flowers to be sent to him. I thought it was a cool move on her part. It was her way to take back control. Although I often sketch out a drum idea, Michael always brings something special to any track he plays on. We've worked remotely very well for a few years now, but I have to say it's great to be playing together live. Hi, you're listening to Catherine McQuaid on 3CR and I am talking about my new album, Kiss Him Goodbye. Track six is called Find My Way Home. My parents were £10 palms who were trying to leave behind their own childhood traumas in hope of a better life in Australia. Of course, wherever you go, there you are, as they say. And so they began through the early years of my life, a pattern of upending and moving with increasing desperation as the past kept following them. I went to 12 primary schools and as I was a pretty shy child, the battle to break into new social groups, sometimes several times in a year, was tough. So the idea of home is a big one for me and that means both a place and people. Coming back to Melbourne after decades of never feeling like a true Sydney person has actually been about coming home. Musically, I wanted to create a real spaciousness in this track. I wanted the drums to be very expanded and open feeling. And I was also inspired by some of the great sounds made by Wally Battaroo back in the eighties when he worked on Grace Jones music and with the compass point all stars so this is find my way home Track seven is called, Take Me to the Moon. I've always been a bit of a sci-fi geek girl. I think I watched the entire series of Lost in Space three times through as a child. I had a telescope for my 10th birthday and I took astronomy at university for a year. I've also been very involved with dance. I was in the State Ballroom Championships at 14 and I worked as a professional belly dancer for a number of years. So it was kind of inevitable for me to want to put together a dance track with a sci-fi theme. I also wanted to revisit some of the 80s synth sounds. For many years I'd rejected them. A kind of familiarity breeding contempt, I guess, but I just felt it was time to get over that. Take Me to the Moon came together with a lot of help from other creatives. I have a super talented friend, Peter Miller, who actually created the video clip for Snow. His background is in sound design, he's worked on some big, big Hollywood films, but his passions extend across a wide range of oral and visual fields. He sent me some theremin parts to give it a real retro sound to the track. John Cliffith, who I played with in deck chairs, played the funky guitar riffs and Michael Davis convinced me that live drums would be better than programmed even for an electro dance track. Terry Serio did the backing vocals, and once again, Brendan Young provided some filmic noises, space guns and Sputnik pulses and that sort of thing. And finally, Craig Miller added some live percussion to the track. This is Take Me to the Moon... Hi, I'm Catherine McQuaid and you're listening to And This One's Introduced By where artists do a deep dive on the tracks from a new album or explore their past recordings here on 3CR with Dr Gonzo. The last track on the album, Fall, is about mortality. My mother passed away 18 months ago at the ripe old age of 97 after an incredibly rich life. She spent the last part of her life cultivating gratitude. Living that long, she'd had plenty of time to reflect on her own passing, and I'd had plenty of time to think about it too. I'm not wedded to any particular spiritual tradition, though I have spent time at Buddhist meditation retreats. The scientist in me doesn't see beginnings and endings make any more sense than circles. Fall is about transitioning from life to whatever the next stage is. In some ways, it's a positive spin on death. It's about being set free, being released from petty concerns. Once again, the track has been made wonderful by the talents of the musicians who contributed. Ken Campbell, who played in the first iteration of Deck Chairs and who releases his own music under the name of Valve Wire, delivered a sumptuous guitar part. And Patrick Cronin played the gorgeous flugelhorn with Michael Davis again on the drums. I wanted to experiment with the drum sounds here and doubled the snare with a ceramic drum sample, then panned them hard left and right. Now, in mixing, the snare is usually dead centre But by splitting it out, it made more space for the voice, guitar and flugelhorn. The whole territory of the audio landscape and how sound can be placed within that territory is incredibly interesting to me and I feel like I'll only ever be a beginner. There's just always so much to learn. This is fall. I'm going to share this next track with you, though it was first released last year on my EP, Life is Elsewhere. It's called You Came to Me in a Dream and was a collaboration with Dave Graney and Claire Moore. I've been listening to Dave and Claire's work and was just so impressed with their creativity and their individuality. I also had a sense that they were interested in many of the same genres as me. Anyone who likes the vibes can only be good as far as I'm concerned. I reached out to them and suggested we do a track and they were totally up for it. So I built out the music track featuring the vibes but with no vocal lines and sent it over. And what they came up with was so out of the box. I just loved it. That's a thing working with other creatives, they can have ideas you would never have. We have a video being done for this track by a stop frame animation genius, Nick Donkin. The live footage for the clip was shot by my partner, Brendan Young, last year. But Nick had to rebuild his studio amidst lockdowns and small children. So it got delayed quite a bit. But I think the stop motion work is now underway. It has Dave in a hallucinating coffee detox, entering a mad nightclub cafe, where all the musos are coffee beans. It's pretty out there. This is You Came to Me in a Dream.
3: was nice but I couldn't possibly
4: not now I woke myself up brought myself around
0: It's Catherine McQuaid here. You've been listening to tracks from my second album, Kiss Him Goodbye, which I'm launching on Saturday, November the 19th, as part of a mega show at Memo Hall with Jack Howard and Rosie Westbrook, who will also be launching albums. It's a kind of triple album launch, and I think tickets are available on Eventbrite. It should be a pretty amazing show. I think they've got visuals and slideshows and all sorts of things going on, so I really hope we can see you there. You can check out my music on my website, katharinemcquade.com, that's Catherine with a C, or chase me down on Bandcamp. I want to thank the amazing Dr Gonzo for putting this show together and allowing artists to dig a little deeper in sharing their stories, vision and process in creating the music we love. Hi, I'm Catherine McQuaid. Please support Community Radio 3CR and find out more at
1: 3cr.org.au. Thanks for listening to an episode of And This One's Introduced By. I'm Dr Gonzo and I'll be presenting another artist with another album next time on This One's Introduced By. Catch you next time. <laughs> The Tiger Lilies are a unique Brechtian street opera trio who have been making music and taking their show around the world for over three decades. In 2022, the Tiger Lilies collaborated with Ukrainian musicians and animators to create a video to raise funds for Ukrainian artists in the war-torn country. The song I'm a star has been created in collaboration with Ukrainian jazz punk band The Hypnotunes with the video showing the death of Putin created by seventeen Ukrainian film animators. Find out more on the Tiger Lilies Bandcamp page. This is I'm a star by the Tiger Lilies.
3: Ну что же, Но не нужно, что называется, останавливаться на полпути. Мы готовы показать вам, что значит для Украины настоящая декоммунизация.
4: i'll come A liberator, liberator, I'm a liberator. I'm the great dictator. I'm star. i I am a I'm the great dictator.
3: talk is war, 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 and that nasty Serbian assassin, who's a golden score, the prostitutes are working hard, they're hard working hard. About the English pigs beat the shit out of them to the shore and the sun shines in Vienna and another empire previous struts and those young
4: of Rat Bastard Psychotic would play that song right now at this moment
1: 3CR